Hi, I'm Nikki from Teaching Autism and welcome to the Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Are you an autism or special education professional? Are you a teacher or therapist looking for support and new ideas? You may even be a parent, family member or carer. This podcast is perfect to help you find out more information, support and get some of your questions answered. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of my Teaching Autism and Special Education Community Podcast. Today on the podcast, I am talking all about word walls. What is a word wall? How can you use it? Should you have one? And this is really because over the last month, I seem to have been inundated with one question, what is a word wall? And it's usually followed up by, so should I have one in my classroom? So today I'm going to talk all about the benefits of having a word wall, but I want you to bear in mind that You should only get a word wall if you're going to use it. If it's just going to be pretty much a bit of classroom decor and you're not going to use it, it's not worth the time putting it together. You need to be intentional with your time. Make sure that you're creating things for your classroom that you're actually going to use and will benefit your students. So today I'm putting together this podcast episode and I hope that you find it helpful. So first of all, I'm going to start right at the beginning before we dive in and talk about what a word wall is. So a word wall is pretty much best described as a visual literacy tool. And it's usually displayed on either a wall or a bulletin board or somewhere large and visually appealing with large letters of the alphabet and a collection of words underneath them. And these are usually high frequency words. The word wall is designed to be an interactive tool and it can be a great support system for students to use for reading and writing skills. Now, regarding high frequency words, a lot of people always worry about what words they should be putting on their word wall and this is going to differ but it's usually high frequency words and by high frequency words I mean sight words or words that are used in your classroom on a regular basis. And these are often words that your students are learning to read and write at that moment. However, as your students grow and progress and the year goes on, you can also include words that are related to skills and themes that you're currently working on with your students. I like to use the word wall as something that's continuously growing. It's not just a one and done. It's something that you're always adding to and your students will be able to see those new words and use it as an ongoing support system. Now, a lot of people just assume that a word wall is just a literacy tool, but it's honestly not. I have been in so many classrooms where they have a science word wall or a math word wall and included on these are all the vocabulary that's used in those subjects and what the students are working on in those subjects as well. So if it's animal habitats, there's going to be all different words that are linked to animal habitats on that word wall. And it's a great way for us to work on a range of vocabulary as well. When you're putting together a word wall, you don't have to create it from scratch if that's something that's going to overwhelm you. So I know for a lot of people, we can kind of overthink things. And when we're making them, all of a sudden, what should take us maybe a couple of hours is going to take us a couple of days because we keep changing things. We can't make our mind up. So if this is you, there are actually a lot of places that you can just download word walls. And most of these are usually editable. And then you can put them up in your classroom, saving you time of trying to create these from scratch. So 
I'm going to include in the show notes today links to a couple of word walls that you can download and try out with your students as well. For me and my students, we like to have our word wall as the same theme as our current classroom decor, but that's not something you have to do. You can make it however you like and whichever way you think your students will respond best to. So for a lot of our students, they like something that's fun and eye-catching and a theme that they like. For other students, it could just be that plain is the way to go. You know your students best and that's why I think it's important for you to keep that in mind. When you are creating a word wall, there's probably four things that you're going to want to consider. So first of all, where are you going to put it? You're going to want a large space of wall or maybe a bulletin board to use to display it. And you don't want it to just be able to fit the words that you're going to include now. You want it to have room to grow because this is going to be something that's continuously growing. You're also going to want a title for your word wall. If you don't give your word wall a title and you never refer to it as the word wall with gestures and talking about it, how are your students going to know what the word wall is? I love to have titles on things all around the classroom. It's just an extra visual and also it's that extra little bit of vocabulary that we are getting our students exposed to as well. You're also going to want flashcards for each letter of the alphabet. And then you're going to want to flashcards with high frequency words on to place under the letters of the alphabet. So for example, M is going to go under A, the is going to go under T. And in the show notes as well, I'm going to put a little example of the setup that we have of our word wall. We recently done a camping themed one. That was a huge hit. And you can head over and check that out. So why should you have a word wall? So like I said at the start of this podcast episode, I would only get a word wall and take the time to put this together if you intend on using it. If you're going to make it look fantastic at the start of the year and then never use it and it still looks the same at the end of the year as it did when you first put it up, it's a waste of your time and we don't have endless amounts of time. We need to be intentional with our time. We need to use it to make sure that we're using and creating things that are going to have a long-term beneficial effect for our students and help them with their education. So before you make your decision on whether or not you're going to have a word wall, let me just discuss some of the benefits of having a word wall in your classroom. So first of all, the word wall gives your students a place to go to, to use as a reference for working on their reading and writing skills, but also their spelling. Have you had students come up to you and say, Miss, Miss, Sir, Sir, how do I spell? And then they give you a word. Instead of you just being able to spell it or encourage them, you can just say to them, you know what? I think that's on the word wall. Why don't you go see if you can find it? Instantly, they're using the word wall. They're scanning through the different vocabulary. They're trying to find the initial letter that it starts with and then find that word. Then they're going to be able to see the word, read the word, sound it out and use it as a guide for spelling. Instantly, all those things are getting your students to become more independent learners. And after a while of using this, you're going to slowly start to encourage them to be able to go to that word wall before they come to you for help. The word wall is also great for reflection and the chance to go over high frequency words they've already been taught. Students, once they learn a word, they still need to be exposed to it. You can't teach it as one and done. You still need to be able to have them going over these words. So the word wall is a great place for this. 
The widow is also a great way to help your students see similarities and differences in words. You can also have a lot of fun with the word wall and play different games and activities. Your students can hunt out words, they can use their fingers, they can use pointers. It also helps to promote that independence. So going back to earlier where the students hopefully will soon become conditioned to go to that word wall before they come to you. It helps to build vocabulary and it's a great visual reference for your students. There are actually so many more benefits to having a word wall that is being effectively used in your classroom, but these are just a few of the ones that I wanted to go over to get you thinking just about how beneficial having a word wall can be. So, how to use one. This is, this is the part that you wanna consider the most. So, like I've been saying through this episode, if you're gonna have a word wall, you're really gonna to wanna to be using it. And you don't have to just use it as a reference or a spelling guide. There's a lot of activities that you can do with the word wall. So you can even use these in your lesson plans. And, you know, once the word wall's up, the prep is done. You're sure you're going to be adding to it through the year and there's little things that you can add to it. But it's not going to be a whole lot of prep once it's up. So that's going to make lesson planning so much easier and also great for time fillers. So... Like we've been discussing, the word wall is continuously growing, so you're going to be adding words to it throughout the year. You're also going to be able to regularly teach and remind your students to use that word wall. A fun game that we like to do is a word hunt. Can you find the word there? Find me a word that starts with W or W. Can you find a word that means... There's so many different things you can do with a word hunt and your students will love going on a hunt. We have a detective hat and a magnifying class and we get the students to really go for the hunt and they love it. They get into character, they have so much fun with it and it's just a great way to keep working on all those important skills. Also, I don't know about you, but when we pull out the pointers, the kids love it. They love using pointers and you can use these pointers to read the different words on the wall. It's also a great spelling aid so when students ask how to spell a word, direct them to that word wall first. Also add limited time words. Get students to try and find the word and they have to use it in their writing that day or week and they get a special prize. Now when I say prize, people always think that I mean spending a lot of money. It doesn't have to be that way. A lot of our students, a prize to them doesn't have to cost anything at all. It could be getting to sit with you at your teacher desk. It could be getting to use a special type of pen or a special crayon. There's so many prizes that kids will love working for. You don't have to spend a lot of money for them. You can also encourage your students to write a story using words from the word wall. Who can use the most words from the word wall? You can also take the words down and get your students to put them back on the wall in alphabetical order. You don't have to go straight into the deep end. You can start off small here. So just take a few words off the word wall, maybe one for five different letters of the alphabet, and then they have to match them to those initial letters and put them back where they think they belong. Have your students use a laser pen or a water pistol or something so they can zap or splash a word on the word wall and then say it out loud. You can also do this vice versa. So you can say, Zach, can you splash the word they? 
And that's a great way for them to listen to instructions, using those fine motor skills to line up the water pistol or the laser pen, find the word and then splash it. You can also use it as an opportunity to act out words from the word wall and then try and get everyone else to guess what that word is. This is usually best done by a member of staff because a lot of our students can get quite creative with their acting skills and then nobody really knows what the word is. So just bear that in mind. But kids have a lot of fun watching their teachers, you know, be silly, have fun, act out words, and it's a great way for them to learn and understand what those words mean on the word wall. You can also turn off all the lights in the classroom and use a flashlight to shine onto the words on the wall and get students to read them out loud. If you're teaching sign language, you can start teaching the words on that word wall, the signs for them as well to your students. And then you can use that backwards. So you can use it again, like the acting out activity, but instead we're gonna do backwards and we're gonna sign a word and then they have to find the word. So first of all, we've taught the word, then the sign. Now we're teaching the sign and they have to find the word. You can also use mystery words. So choose one word from the word wall and then you're going to give your students clues about this word and they have to try and guess what the mystery word is. Magazine, newspaper and catalogue hunts are also a lot of fun. Give your students a magazine or a newspaper, a catalogue, a printout and ask them to find as many words from the word wall on that page as they can. So those are just a few of my favourite activities that we like to use with the word wall. I would love for you to head over to the show notes today, leave a comment if you have a word wall, if there's any fun activities that you use on your word wall, and let us know so that we can all continue to learn from each other. I hope you found this podcast episode all about word walls helpful. If you have a spare few minutes, I would love for you to leave us a review on this podcast so that I know I'm providing you all with the best possible information. Thank you all for listening today and I will speak to you again soon.